Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day, discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love. From high atop Mount Soldad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. This is Good News with Nurse Heather, and this is Canna Kenny, your trusted sidekick. Good morning, Nurse Heather. Good morning, Canna Kenny. I woke up feeling very bright and intelligent because of some of the guests we're going to have on our show today. You know, it's always so wonderful to look at cannabis and how this movement is taking us into such a bright and beautiful, wonderful place of enlightenment. And so I, I'm just feeling bright and bubbly today. How are you doing, Kenny? Oh, you know what, Nurse Heather? I have to assert myself, if you don't mind, with all due respect, even though you're the hostess with the mostest. I have two of the most amazing people online right now in the cannabis space, true professionals, one is none other than Nurse Heather, who has been the longest-serving medical director for a cannabis dispensary and a certified cannabis nurse, and that is none other than you. And with us today as our special guest is another hero of mine, Dr. Robert Malamede, or Bob. He's a Ph.D. He is in molecular biology and biochemistry from the City University of New York. Dr. Melamine retired as chairman of the biology department at the University of Colorado in Colorado Springs in 2005, where he continues to teach and research, particularly in the space of cannabinoids. And he is just a hero to all of us who are in the industry. Isn't that true, Nurse Heather? Yes, I've been a, a follower and a, a loyal you know, how would I say a loyal disciple of Dr. Bob? He is always on the cutting edge. And that's what I love about him. He helps us to stretch our minds. He helps us to try and understand something and keep up with him a little bit. And we are in for a real treat today with Dr. Bob being on our show. Thank you so much for having me. It's really my pleasure to be able to participate with what you're doing in your efforts. You know, Dr. Bob, you and I had, we've seen each other at multiple events over the years, but this last time that we saw one another, we were at HempFest in Seattle, and you were speaking on a panel, and you started talking about some things that, quite frankly, blew my mind. And I have to tell you, Dr. Bob, this is the good news. I took a little video of you. And I put it on my Cannabis Nurse Heather Facebook page, and it has received over 11,000 views just since we did that a few weeks ago. And you were talking about something really incredible, and I want to get to that. But before we do, could you tell us what are you doing in your retirement? Let us let our listeners know how is retirement going and what are you doing with your time? Well, retirement, I found out, means that I work harder than ever, but I don't get paid anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, because of my science, which really is the science of life, a lot of people around the world have begun to understand some of the things that I've been fortunate enough to understand myself. And they're very germane to all of us because they provide us with a real first principles on what life is. 
So because of that, what I'm really doing in my old age here is uh, I travel around and give educational lectures around the world, but I'm businesses where uh, we're trying to create the global world change that all of us who know the truth about cannabis know has to happen for the very survival of mankind. So that all of these things fit in very nicely to my science, which is all about flowing energy, organizing things. And what's happening in the world right now provides me with these different opportunities. So I'm, I'm involved in Jamaica with my Ethiopian Zion Coptic friends. We've got a $350 million economic development program there that's really the spearhead of Jamaica's future. I'm involved with a public company, Sanibus, in Colombia, where my friend is growing organic cannabis on the Indian reservations with the approval of the government, and it's being sold with wonderful results throughout the country. And we're, they're in the process of getting an export license which then ties in with some of my other friends, in particular in Macedonia and Thailand. In Macedonia, my dear, sweet, wonderful human being, Philippe, has been going around the country curing people of cancer, including children of high-powered people. So he's managed to survive for five years openly doing this, and as a consequence, the country knows that cannabis cures cancer. And they passed the law to basically cover their ass for other things uh, that now allows cannabis oil with any THC concentration to be produced there uh, properly under a, you know, in a business sense. It's not recreational. It's only for medicine. So we're, we're setting up the necessary paperwork to allow for the import of the Colombian product until the, they get their own products going there in Macedonia. And similarly, and in many respects, surprisingly, Thailand is undergoing a, quite a revolution. I was there a number of years ago. My friend Don Land has been trying to promote hemp and cannabis-based products in a variety of formats over there and works very closely with uh, very significant figures within the government. And as a consequence, they are now ready to really move forward. So I'm going to be going there in a short while for a scientific conference that will be presenting in more detail the science that I'm talking to you about. And then I got other friends in Ecuador, we're working there, and of course throughout the Balkans there. So there's many, many things going on that, that I'm involved with where we're trying to, of course Phoenix Tears, we're trying to basically put Phoenix Tears as the umbrella over everything so that we could really have it clear that we're driven by humanitarian efforts and helping people. But you got to make money in order to do that, and so we're going to be commercializing Phoenix Tears so, so that we can continue these efforts. And then I set up a nonprofit recently to help people like Shona Banda, uh, who I'm sure most people know about. She was literally dying from uh, Crohn's disease when she discovered cannabis oil, which helped her survive. And she moved to Colorado so she could live, but eventually had to go back home to the heart of stupidity, Kansas, where she was subsequently arrested after the D.A.R.E. program tried to indoctrinate her kid. And he said, no, it's not true. So they took the kid, sequestered him, and went and raided her house and charged her with uh, manufacturing and distribution and endangering her child. So last year I was over there testifying, and we won her 
custody case, but now we're still dealing with her legal case. And she's been very, very sick lately. She had to go to Colorado uh, in order to get medical care because they don't want to give her any care at all because she's a bad person in Kansas. So we're trying to set up a legal foundation for cannabis medical patients who get trapped by the legal system as they're trying to survive and live which leads to the overarching idea that I'm trying to pursue. That is ultimately to take the various governments and leaders of the world to the world court for crimes against humanity because cannabis is not a medicine. It's an essential nutrient. And if we take more, we live longer and are healthier. And if we take less, we die younger and are less healthy and suffer more pain. So what right does a government, any government, or any person have to tell us that we cannot eat a necessary nutrient that's going to relieve our suffering and extend our lives by making us healthier? That is total insanity to me and completely unacceptable in view of all of the science. And my science is largely quite unique because I'm in disagreement or with, with the rest of the world, but it's because they don't understand what life is, and I do. And, and that's so- the good news. I mean, that really is the good news, Dr. Bob, that you are ahead of the curve. You're, you're saying, the, saying it the way that it is. We're going to take a quick break, I think, Kenna Kinney, and when we come back, I want to hear from Dr. Bob as he talks about just human evolution and how our endocannabinoid systems are a part of that. You got it right, Nurse Heather. We'll take a moment for our, our wonderful sponsors. We'll be back in a moment with Good News with Nurse Heather and our amazing guest, Dr. Bob Melamede. Good News with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you life yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. 
Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Hello and welcome all you high-flying, die-trying, roll a Philly blunt for your friend hempsters, every roach-smoking, bong-token, however you get your THC can enthusiasts, all you rebels, individualistic originals, and outside-the-box ganja warriors, you chunky monkey, cherry Garcia, munchy-loving hempsters, all you captive earth surfers, astral travelers, and ganja-loving canosaurs, all you high-flying, wide-smiling, ganjarific cannabophiles, welcome to everyone except Donald Trump supporters, because that's how I really feel. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with good news with Nurse Heather and our very special guest, Dr. Robert Melamede, who's joined us this morning. Nurse Heather, you had a follow-up question? I did indeed, Dr. Bob. As you can tell from the first segment already before the break, listeners, you are really in for a treat. And I know you're not going to catch all of this. You're going to have to hear this podcast a few times over. And that's okay because the information that's coming out is true and real. And when you have a genius on the line, you want to let them talk. So we're going to let Dr. Bob tell us some more about what he's discovered, learned, and knows to be true science. And Really, he has spoke about human evolution and the endocannabinoid system during our Hemp Fest panel. And I want you, again, Dr. Bob, to cover what you said with that and let our listeners know why the endocannabinoid system is part of evolution. The endocannabinoid system turns out to be so incredibly intimately involved with the evolution, in particular, of us and our mind. In fact, all vertebrates. So let me start in more of the beginning, the physics. So what I base everything on is the work of Nobel laureate Ilya Prigogine. He got his Nobel Prize in 1977, I think it was. And he created a whole new field called Far From Equilibrium Thermodynamics. And what's unique about it is that unlike equilibrium thermodynamics, which is kind of a nice, neat mathematical package, that basically says life cannot exist because it's too improbable. What Prigogine's work shows is that flowing energy organizes matter. And that even in a, a liquid, like jar of water, when circumstances are right and the energy is flowing, you actually create organization, patterns of organization in the water. We can see that from the case of gravity. Think of your, the drain in your bathtub when it forms the whirlpool. That whirlpool is a flow-dependent structure. It's an organized structure that only exists when energy is flowing, in that case, gravity. And we are a manifestation of a similar underlying creative nature. You know, some people call it God and embed it within their various religious perspectives. And for me, God is generalized open system dynamics, G-O-D. Uh, which is really the manifestation of this (laughs) physics. And what it says is that flowing energy organizes matter, and what we do as living organisms is we eat foods that have energy in them, and we break that down, and we use that energy to maintain organization. 
And it's that same process that occurred before life ever was around, prebiotic, with inorganic chemicals powered by the sunlight and the heat of the earth that formed these flow-dependent organized entities that eventually formed a level of complexity that allowed for what we call a far from equilibrium phase change. That's the way ice and water are a phase change. These flowing structures can generate new levels of complexity. And as a consequence, life emerged. And life initially was very simple, prokaryotes. And they emerged after less than a billion years after itself formed. And what they did was they changed the atmosphere. See, life interacting with its environment. Life survives by basically sucking useful energy out of the environment and spitting back waste. And as long as that flow is occurring, organized structures like life can exist. But what he's doing is changing their environment. Those first organisms, microorganisms, put out oxygen because they were photosynthetic. So we went from having an, ox an oxygen-poor environment, there was essentially none, to an oxygen-rich environment. While for the billion years, all of those organisms were dying, as well as being born. So you accumulated hydrocarbons, which could be burned by the oxygen. Well, that's what we do. We burn hydrocarbons, not only for the fuel of our car, but for the food we eat. And it turns out that everything in life is always a balance of opposing forces. And one of the most fundamental balancing acts that occurs is a balance between carbohydrate metabolism and lipid metabolism. And it so happens that the more differentiated state, like our mind, relies on the carbohydrate burning because it's efficient, the electron transport system. But it's also very dangerous because it makes free radicals. And literally, a single free radical molecule, if it hits the wrong base in your DNA, that is not repaired by our repair systems and is not recognized by our immune system and is not captured by chemotherapy and even cannabis, then the person died from one molecule. And every one of the 15 trillion cells in our body every single day accumulates 20,000 of those damages. So what I'm suggesting is that all of our biochemical complexity is designed to protect us from the free radical damage that would otherwise kill our cells and therefore kill us. Yes. So, <laughs> so how, does that, how does that work with the endocannabinoid system? How right. is that included in that? Well, so what happened was we went from single cell to prokaryotic bacteria to eukaryotes, which are more complicated than the cells that we are made up. And then we evolved into sponges and more complicated multicell organisms, but they were still invertebrates. They didn't have the backbone, okay? And they only had been able to develop a certain level of complexity. What evolution always selects for is adaptability. It doesn't matter if you're strong or weak or small. Adaptability is the ultimate answer. And what happened with the emergence of vertebrates was the appearance of the CB1 receptor. The endocannabinoid system became formalized. Previously, the chemicals, the lipid metabolites were there, but they didn't have a receptor that formalized and gave more strength to the communication that occurs between a chemical and its receptor, all right? And then the, the, the downstream biochemistry, how that's changed. So the bottom line is the cannabinoid system via the CB1 receptor allowed energy to be produced more efficiently, and that allowed for the brain 
to develop. So the brain of the vertebrates you see keeps getting more complex as we go up the evolutionary ladder through mammals, man, you know. And what we see is that in the most evolutionarily advanced areas of our brain, those are the areas where the cannabinoid receptors are most dense. It happens to be the most densely abundant neurotransmitter system in our brain and we don't teach it in medical school. But the point here is that by making energy efficiently and safely, the brain could develop. The other thing that happens is when we make too many free radicals, the brain and the rest of our body shuts down the efficient energy production and turns on recycling mechanisms. And those recycling mechanisms, which are known as autophagy, self-eating, are the result of they're always going on with fat burning and they always occur to protect the cell from dying from making too many free radicals. And it's because of that that the endocannabinoid system has two main arms. One is the CB1 receptor that allows you to continue burning carbohydrates efficiently. And the other turns that off and turns on fat burning. And that's what the CB2 receptor does. So whenever there's any pathology anywhere, the CB2 receptor is turned on because it's going to turn on fat burning, which really is a recycling mechanism. As free radicals are produced, they damage your cellular components, and the rest of your cellular biochemical complexity monitors that and says, uh-oh, we have a damage. We have to uh, turn on base excision repair and fix the DNA, or we have to start recycling our, our mitochondria. So we actually eat our own mitochondria or pieces of them as well by a process known as mitophagy instead of autophagy. And the whole point here is that by recycling, we can make our cellular components more efficiently, but of course, eventually you need to get more energy coming in again. So there's this dynamic that goes back and forth between CB1s making unsafe energy efficiently versus CB2 making safe energy efficient, inefficiently. But that's why we get so much heat. You see, your brain is always giving off heat. You're so hot, you couldn't afford to make energy inefficiently because you would be too hot and the cells would die. So our cannabinoid system has allowed for the evolution of the human mind. If you knock out that receptor in mice, called a knockout mouse, the mice die prematurely. And they're so fearful because they don't make enough pot to be relaxed and deal with change that they just sit there and shiver. But they also die dramatically prematurely. So this is the kind of people our government wants us to be. They want us to be like these knockout mice, shivering in fear, full of aches and pains, developing cancer and dying young. That's the official policy of the world governments. Well, quite clearly, they're incompetent. Not on, not on your watch, Dr. Bob, not on your watch. When we come back, I want to hear all about your take on what is happening when we use cannabis and we're stimulating the CB1 receptors and people are experiencing a high. So we'll talk about that when we come right back from the break. Good News with Nurse Heather will return. But first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, 
You can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. (sighs) Cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. It's time to Hemp Present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. It's time to Hemp Present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news only on CannabisRadio.com We're back, beautiful listeners with good news with Nurse Heather and our amazing special guest Dr. Robert Bob Melamede We've been talking about the evolution of the endocannabinoid system. It sounds like our endocannabinoid system is both a sword and a shield, but fundamental to the evolution of life. Nurse Heather? So, listeners, if your brains are starting to explode and you're feeling like you're so smart you can't take it in, you can take a deep breath, relax, exhale. If you inhale, preferably a nice you know, possibly a sativa hybrid would be the, the inhale of choice. Dr. Bob, talk to us uh, What <laughs> about what does it mean? What is happening when we are utilizing cannabis and we are smoking cannabis or eating cannabis and we are getting high? I've heard you say something about we are getting a glimpse of our future selves when we are experiencing a high from cannabis. Can you explain some of that a little bit more? Yes, because as I mentioned earlier, the endocannabinoid system is found in the most evolutionarily advanced areas of our brain and keeps increasing in its functionality. So unless for some reason that's going to stop, that's what has always happened. So we would expect that as man continues to evolve and change, that 
he will increase his endocannabinoid level. Therefore, by us having the knowledge that that's what's happening, we can basically enhance the future by experiencing it ourselves by using more cannabis. And the consequence of that is that we live longer and we're healthier and happier. But the consequence is very, very important. There's something really amazing that's going on here. Because what, what we are are quantized probes in adaptability. Think of the Earth as one big chemistry set, the geohypothesis of Sheldrake, where everything is connected and everything is flowing in this dynamic harmony, like one big chemical LSD trip. And what's happening with adaptability and with the cannabinoid system is it's allowing, facilitating that movement into the future. And what the governments have unwittingly done right now is they've created a national experiment because the people who are deficient in cannabinoid activity, the more cavemen-like, they don't have enough cannabis to try things because it's change, and all change causes stress, and what they're trying to always do is keep things the same. Whereas the people who are more cannabinoid endowed, they're more optimistic, and they embrace the unknown of the future because they make enough cannabis to adapt to it. So what we're seeing right now is really a partition we're seeing evolution in action. I call them blips and flips. The backward-looking people are the blips, and the forward-looking people are the flips. The backward <laughs> people don't make enough cannabis, so they look backwards. Their future, they want to recreate the past because then they don't have to suffer the consequences, the stress of change. Whereas the forward-looking people love the creativity and the novelty and the development of the future. They will become part of the future. If you want to live... You have to be alive. And sequestering yourself in the ignorance and stagnation of the past is the opposite of that. So right now we're seeing a huge experiment that's beginning where the blips, the backward-looking people, are going to stick with the federally guided pharmaceutical toxic model. And the forward-looking people who are demanding change state by state, country by country, they will be using cannabis and we will see what we're already starting to see. In Colorado, there's a huge savings of Medicaid because people are not using the narcotics and the other pharmaceuticals when they have the opportunity to spend their own money and get something that really works. So over the next years, this process is going to continue to happen, and we will see the sick, unhealthy, unhappy blips spending money to do what they do, Whereas the forward-looking people will be embracing the benefits of health and collectively what we're experiencing as a result of this natural evolutionary phenomena is a replacement of the blips who've run the world with their uptight, constipated mentality <laughs> and fear. It will replace it with the joy of a more youthful, vibrant, dynamic, growing, creative world based on cooperation instead of greed. And competition. Oh, Dr. Bob, I am so flipped. It was absolute joy. Kenny, Kenny, we are out of time. We gave our listeners a wonderful biology lesson today with Dr. Bob. Thank you. You'll have to come back again and forget, share I have, more with us. Don't forget, I have over 85 videos on, on the net that explain in depth all my science. And you can and, check so that was out. I just saw the one on the YouTube on Cannabis Cures Cancer, and I just had a beauty mark that developed uh, on my body that developed into a, a, a tumor, and I used Nature Nurse, Nurse Heather's 
THC topical for two and a half weeks, and it was entirely gone at the end of two and a half weeks. No so trace my, of it. From my experience, I can tell you that that was a basal cell. Yes. Was, but otherwise, it the wouldn't have fallen is, off and disappeared. Good news is it's it's healed. Can of Kenny, thank you so much. I am we, healed. Uh, we've got to go. we got to go. Thank you. Nurse Heather's always said I'm endowed, but she never met cannabinoid endowed, but now I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm feeling good. Dr. Bob, thank you so much. Nurse Heather. Thank you. Some beautiful good news out there today. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, you can follow the show on Facebook and Google+. Thank you, beautiful listeners, and we will see you next time. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.